0: Pastor of the Midway Bible Baptist Church between Boulevard and Rosman, and the moderator speaker of the Take Five broadcast heard across the United States, Pastor Ray Aiken.
1: Thank you, Lord. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hallelujah. You be seated. Lord's good, Annie. Mercy is everlasting. Truth endures to do it all generations. He's the same yesterday, today, <clears throat> and forever. Hallelujah. I like that, don't you? We're living in a changing world. You see, changing how from bad to worse. But my God, the eternal God, he remains the same. He was the Alpha and Omega, and he started it, and he's going to finish it. Great God. I love Him. He gave me a reason to live. Hallelujah. Fifty years ago, we'll be in August. My wife and I got saved. August 24th, 1963. I wanted to live for the Lord 50 years. And well, if I make it a little while longer, uh, up to August, that'll be it, Hey, God's good. He's good. Well, let me tell you a little funny one, and then I'll get said, oh, Biden, Joe Biden got a letter from a senior citizen up in uh, West Virginia. He said, Brother Joe, said I like the idea of protecting our homes with a shotgun. He said, My nerves are shaking. I can't use a rifle anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> But he said, "You and Obama's running a process upon that ammunition. I ain't promising no warning shots."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Lord have mercy. got have a little fun, haven't we? Lord's good. He is good. I feel the Lord would have us look at John chapter number six today. John chapter number six. I appreciate you, brethren, my friends, co laborers in the, the gospel. I appreciate your presence. I like the singing, those young boys. What a, what a potential there. What God might do, what God can do. Then the, the special numbers by the group, all oh, singing out of the heart, like you mean it, Hallelujah. Yeah. Good singing is—it's it's absolutely vital to a, a service. Somebody that can sing, Hallelujah, and wants to sing for the glory of God. I've heard preachers all my life putting down singing, you know. You, you can't can't get saved by singing well you can't do the work, but you' build it on on singing. One fellow said, "Well, you can't be alone without some singing, I promise you, yeah, right, just try as
0: yes, right.
1: some musicians they get very little recognition, but is God knows what he's doing. sure there's going to be singing in heaven yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that. Yes, sir. They're not be sitting around probably looking pitiful and <laughs> trying to think up something to say to cheer people up. Oh, it's going to be exciting. In the ages to come, he's going to show forth the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us by Christ Jesus. Oh, I'm so glad I'm saved. Hallelujah. In route. The Gospel of John, chapter number 6. And... I'll begin reading with verse number 47. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. We're emphasizing that thing. We're in, we're in good shape. We're, we're, we're going to make it. And the bread that I will give is my flesh. Here's what threw him for a loop which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat uh, the flesh and the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye shall ye have no life in you. Whoso Eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood, hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. You see, no wonder they, they got all fouled up, mis- misinterpreted. This is a hard passage. Let me say right now that he's not talking about cannibalism. He's not talking about eating, literally eating flesh, drinking blood. But he's talking about the soul feeding upon the sacrifice. Let me skip down. Verse number 60. Many, therefore, of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Do this offend you? Murmur. It's a half-revealed and a half-concealed uh, Complaint. You're right. want to remember that? And what if, what and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where I was before? Then we come on over and verse number 66 says, From that time, many of His disciples went back and walked no more with him. Verse 67 says, Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, "Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil?" He speak of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he is it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. I'm going to preach for a little while today, with the Lord's help, on a very familiar passage. You, you've preached You've heard it over and over again. But I want to preach on why this many go back. We're living in that age where everybody starts out, I don't know, their salvation, if they trust Jesus Christ, if they believe in the Son of God as the as the as the sacrifice for their sins, and biblically accept Him as Lord and Savior, I I believe they're saved, and I believe they're saved eternally. Many make a profession; they don't get the goods. But we, we find that a lot end up going back, going back on God. I said I've been saved fifty years. I've seen some things in my days. I've seen a lot start out that are back where they started. They some that puzzle me. They really have. I tried to figure them out. Did, did they get saved? How can a man get that backslid? Well. I think it's possible. Dr. Sotter used to say, if it wasn't in the Bible, I wouldn't believe it. But the Bible says that a man can get so far back that he gets that he's been redeemed. He's been purged from his old sin. That's getting way back, way back. But why? Why does many go back and walk no more with him? The Bible says in the the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 19, I got it written down, you won't have to turn. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. A brother that is offended, I mean, we, we call it boogered. What's wrong with him? Why? What's where's what's he doing now? Where's he at? I don't know. They said, but he got boogered about something, and he puts the bars up like to hold us at bay. We're not able to help him, and many are sitting at home. uh, They just they're just sitting there. Some have tried it at other places for a little while. And finally, they kick out, and they, they, they give it up and go into the house. I want to tell you something. We're, we're in a battlefield, brother, not a recreation room. It's a fight and not a game. And it is imperative that we have some stickability or we're not going to be able to stay in the battle. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principal power powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places or for taking the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And having been able to stand, just stand, just stand. We need this. We need this. We need some that will do what God said. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. No, sir, it's not in vain. Praise God, there is a payday someday. And it's not far down the road. We're going to cash in on our reward. Brother, I believe that there's a reward for everybody that labors in in the field of service and does it God's way and for God's glory. God will never be indebted to no person. He will pay off. But a person offended, just easily offended, Easily, you got to be so cautious and so careful what you say to them. Everything you say, they seemingly misunderstand, or they don't want to understand, and they want to charge you by getting on their case and and saying harsh things to them. You you can't pet and pamper people. I don't think I want to beat them over the head. You know that's that's not the mission that God gave me. And. But we, we, must, we must reprove and rebuke with all long-suffering and doctrine, what the Word of God says. That we speak the truth in love. Do what we can to instruct them and instill with them the principles of the steadfastness in Christ. How, how they're needed in the service of God. But people are usually offended when they hear something they don't understand or don't like. When he's talking about transubstantiation. Is that the word? Those that believe that at observance of the Lord's Supper that uh, blood and, and the body of Christ becomes literal. I don't believe that. That's not what it's teaching. And then he, and he tells them that you cannot come the Christ, without God permits you, gives you a, a, a direct call. He said some, some hard things. We, we need to be able to take a little straightforward preaching yes, and, and the way that it is,, sure. and get off the bottle after so long. I know at first we desire the sincere milk of the word that may grow thereby. But we, we've got to be able to take a little meat, right. dig in and find out what God said in His Word. Like He said about Judas. A lot of people have been trying to figure Judas out for years and years. I'm not worried too much about him. I, I, I know what God said to a degree. He, he's not some, you know, person that's really seeking after the things of God. He, he is an odd fellow. some things said about him that's not said about anybody else. He went to his own place. And he... Fell in line with those other 11 disciples. And he, he went along with them, spreading the gospel. Spreading the gospel. He, he was a treasure, carrying the bag. And I just know that he, it's crystal clear that he wasn't saved. He, he went to his own place, wherever that is. I'm not going to waste my time trying to figure out where that is. But he went to his own place. I'm going to my own place. Hallelujah. A.W. told her said, every man went to his, where he's supposed to be. He said, there's not one man in hell in order to be in heaven. There's not one in heaven in order to be in hell. He said, God's never made one mistake. He's never misjudged one person whatsoever. He's God. He's the omniscient God. That's the word of God is quick, powerful, any two-edged sword, piercing even the divided son of the soul, the spirit, the joints, and the mire, and is a discerning and intents of the heart. And all things are naked and open with him with whom we have to do. It's crystal clear to God Almighty who's who. And, and he, he knows the secrets of men's heart. I preached this little message down in in South Carolina one day, or one night it was. And uh, I got through and this lady came up to me and she had that uh, brogue a uh, the, the, the little further east or nice and she said to me Preacher, I, like on being <laughs> 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 I like your summon on being boogered I like your summon on being boogered I don't know somebody don't take much to booger them but offended at the word. Uh, If I told all I know, I'd probably get branded or brained or something before I got out of here. I've had an experience, several experiences in my my Christian life and in the ministry, what people have told me. I went to see a man one day and I was going to buy a used battery from him. He was in that business and get him out of wrecked cars. I said to him, "Are you ever been saved?" He said, "Saved." He said, "I have been saved off and on all my life." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was about two thirds drunk at, at the time. He was off on that day. <laughs> They is all kinds. Sure. We went down to get some to Alberton, Georgia to get some that marble to make some outside the seats for our fellowship building. This black guy, he, he uh, loaded them for us. I thought I'd witness to him uh, before I left. I said, Sir, you ever been saved? He said, Yes. Sir. He said, Let me tell you about it. He said I was in my car, and he said I was between 80 and 90. Did I going in this curve and he said I lost it. He so said I hollered, Oh Lord. He said, There's a whole grove of trees right there. said, so the Lord said to me, Relax, I got this one. <laughs> he said he moved all the trees out right of the way. So I went through and he'd put them back. Now, i would heard some wild ones. <laughs> it don't get much better than that right there, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I just went ahead and told it that the car took wings and I sailed out right over top of it. That'd been easier. But they are some... It, it's, it's comical. It, it's entertaining. If you ask around a little bit and people what... What some believe, what they think they've seen, what they've heard. Very, very interesting. So, we see the reason some go back because they are easily offended, offended at the Word. And some, because they are overtaken in a fault. I said, brethren, if you see them, Man overtaking the fault, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, consider thy own self, lest thou be tempted. Yes, overtaken in a fault, get hung up in her own hang up. Yes, sir. Overtaken it, to be caught. Webster said in the very act of doing wrong detected in some sin what we're supposed to do is quietly by the grace of God and kind words try to put them back on the right path. Overtaken. Overtaken in a fault. We don't go in and start chewing them out and and talking harsh to them. We in a spirit of meekness, and considering your own self lest we should be tempted. Some can be restored if we have the right approach. And I certainly don't want to be one to, to finish them off and run them off, amen. Some people you cannot help. We might as well get that in our right in our own brain. There's some people we cannot help, but the Larry Brown's got that little book on 10 kind of people you can't help, and if they don't like you, you can't help them. If they don't like the way you say things, there ain't much, ain't much you can do for them, but at least we, we, we try, we, we, we're we available, We're our heart's right, our thoughts are right, our intentions are right, to try to get that person back on track. There's enough out that are offended and and been overtaken in the fault the fill every church in the county that have made a profession and started out and did run well for a while. Right. Right. But they've been hindered by the, something their own self perhaps. But we must we must do what God said. We must try to reach them. And after a while, I don't think God expects a man, a preacher, a pastor, to spend all his time dealing with one particular person. No, no, no sir. I, there's, there's others that need vision. There's others that need help. And after so long, and I'll tell you something else, those that are offended and got out or overtaken in a fault, if they're not reached pretty soon, I know there's a time element there. And after so long, they become hardened in, in that direction. And they'll either get back in pretty soon or they won't get back in at all. The, Brother Sottler, I heard him make this statement. He said here at Tabernacle, there's 300 on the roll here that I haven't seen in years. And, and he said, many of them I will never see again. Until I get a call from the mortuary to come do their funeral. We're we're under oath and obligation. God said, Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness if we can. Overtaken in a fault, then overconfident in the flesh. Philippians 3 3. For we are the circumcision, which worship God in the Spirit, and rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Paul said, If any man think that he have whereof he might glory in the flesh, he said, I the more. Circumcised the eighth day of the tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew the Hebrew, touching the law of Pharisee. We, it is. Absolutely. This flesh cannot be trusted for one second. That's right. Flesh is flesh. That which is born in flesh is flesh. That which is spirit is spirit. Overconfident. We can handle it. And a lot of times, the reason many go back, they have started something that God wasn't in the thousand mile out of the start with and it flopped. And now they're blaming somebody else Are they blaming God for it. There are many on the mission field that God never sent. You say, how do you know? I've been the same 50, day, 50 years, day and night. We've sent on the mission field. We've raised money to help them to get there. And, and praise God, most of them are still there doing a super work for God but it's easy to get caught up in in, in something when when it sounds so good and so inviting. And when you hear uh, somebody that's been there and and they got a success story to tell, you you want want to get on board. We better find out if God is leading, if God is directing. This one fellow, he went to Canada. The boy could preach. And he, he'd write letters, and everyone come got a little more pitiful, you know. And he finally... I got We got one, and dad I read it. And here's what he said. He said, if there's ever to be a church in this place, God will have to do it. <laughs> well, I could have told him that before he ever left home. <laughs> <laughs> if there's ever be to be a work that will bring honor and glory to God, God will have to get in it right. and get on with the program. Right. We may be defeated, but God's not defeated. But the best thing we could do is, is admit it if we missed it. Sure. I've had some come to me. I, I could name them, but I won't. I said, Preacher, I, I want you to pray for me, and I want you to help me. I, I believe I miss God. I've said that God called me to preach. Now I've, got, I've tried to preach. One of them told me, he said, i tried to preach and I can't preach. I wish I could preach. He said, now I'm afraid to go anywhere. I'm afraid to even get up, uh, stand up and lead in prayer. Because I, I, the saints got me whipped down. What am I going to do, preacher? I said, well, I'll tell you what, what you need to do. You need to just get up and tell the congregation that you missed it. You missed it. That's no sin. You, you, wanted, you wanted to do something for God. You thought you were on the right track. Right. Yep. But that would defeat a person to no end. You lose your confidence. Sometimes preachers have, too, church members have too much confidence, self-confidence. But you need a little. I promise you. You need a little to so you know for sure you, you need some victories in your life, some places you can look back where you know beyond any shadow of doubt that God helped you. God did a work in your heart that your, your conversion was real. God brought you out of the kingdom of darkness and translated you over into the kingdom of His dear Son. He put a song in your heart. He lifted your feet out of the muck and the mire. Thanks to Calvary. Thank God you're not the person you used to be. You right. might not be old. Oh, Hallelujah and glory. But you do know this. You know that God has done a supernatural work in your heart Amen. and that you're not trying to make a name for yourself. You wanted to do something for God, but it didn't work. Back up. Punt. Praise God. Find out what's right in that direction that God wants you to go. God doesn't expect you to do something you can't do. He's God. Oh, Lord. But we get overconfident. And when God begins to bless, and I'm not picking nobody, I, I I have, you know, made some mistakes. I've run a few good people off. <laughs> I have. I had a son of school teacher one time, and he get up and take a swing at me every time he got up to teach, and I get up preaching would take a swing at him. Now that won't get it. <laughs> 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 I thought time about was fire play. You see, you ain't preaching your talk. I'm an old man now, slow down. You better listen to me. I know a few things I know them well. Sure. Keep you out of trouble. Overconfident, handle it, man, handle it. Not listen to anybody. but the Russell Ross he's in heaven. I heard him say he's preaching. He said now for two guys meet, and one does all the talking, and when it's over, they they separate. The guy that listened, he still knows all that he did know, and now he knows all this fellow knows, and the fellow that done all the talking. He he's done talk too much, and he's, he didn't gain one thing by the conversation. Right. That's right. Yeah. We ought to at least give equal time. My, my, my. Yeah. We all like to talk, don't we? Amen. It's rude to do all the talking, right. and somebody try to say something, just cut them off and drown them out. Right. <laughs> Lord i mercy. Just about the time we learn a few things, we'll have to die and go on. <laughs> <laughs> ever yes, sir. And well, I heard a Pentecostal preacher preaching on the radio one day and he said about that Baptist, he said, It's just like the scripture said, ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth, he said. <laughs> he thought he had it. I believe we got it, don't you? And then there is so the offer, offer of the world. Debus have forsaken me, having to love this present world and as the party in Thessalonica. If we were two cents, God to God, the devil's going to make us an offer. And he can really make it look good. But I, I think that one reason people go back. I heard the Don Green. How many of you know Brother Don Green? He and I preached together one time down in Charlotte. He said this. He's talking about the fellow that lived out in the country and he had to go raise turkeys. Just to not to sell, but just a few turkeys around the house. And he said that he got him two, three hens and a, the gobbler. And, and he said, <laughs> had a lot out there, fenced up so high. said, they lived out near the edge of the woods. And so went out one morning to feed the turkeys. And instead of four, he, he had six. Two wild turkeys had come down, and, and the, t- the domesticated turkeys had lured them into the lot. And so he went out another morning to come in and said, "I've gained two last night." <laughs> then he went out one morning, <laughs> come running back in. His wife said, "How many you got this morning?" He said, "None." <laughs> he said, there's not one out there. The wild turkeys have lured the tame turkeys out. Yep. 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 Right. <laughs> that that happens sometimes in the the, the the church of the living God. You That's right. That's right. Get somebody in a, a dynamic personality and got all the answers and a sharp looking cat and all that. First thing you know, he has lured several out. That, that church. Yes. But I'm telling you, it's not about the cause of personality. It does have, it's not necessarily the cause of look, but it, it, those that work among God's people and the young people especially, they need uh, to be dedicated to the cause, ever teaching, teaching them, both in precept and, and their walk to, behaving themselves on the straight and the narrow. Then there is the, there's the onslaught of Satan. The onslaught of Satan. There's bait. One of his main tactics is baiting people out of the will of God. Bragging on them. And luring them away from from the things of God. But the onslaught, it means to the, the devil or Satan attacked a like a storm troops to overrun a person. And to to take him out. Uh, All out attack. Everything on God's earth goes wrong. At one time. I could give some illustrations, but it would be too obvious. If you ever had the devil to really come after you. I mean, he come hitting you from every side. Everything goes wrong. He puts all the evil thoughts in your head. He he convinces you that everybody's against you, that you're absolutely done. Nothing's going right. Best thing you can do is just slip your hands and quit and surrender and go back. The shock and all. I preached one night on shock and awe down in South Carolina. A fellow came up to me had it over and he said, you know what shock and awe is? I said, well, I think I do. He said, well, this, this is it right here. He said, you're sitting there about a quarter ten you're watching Sean Hannity. And he said, he's telling you how bad things is and how, that Obama's what he's done and what he plans to do that he's going to to uh, 2016 that he's going to uh, declare emergency and enacted executive order he's going to stay on he said about the time you all downed out with that he said you see a car lights pull up in your driveway and he says, you go to the door, you look out, and you see a taxi cab backing down the driveway. And he said he gets back and you see the headlights light up in front. He said, there stands your mother-in-law with two suitcases. <laughs> Shock and awe. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you it'd be, it'd be a, a marvel if you survive that one. <laughs> when you're down, down, beat to the ground and defeated him. And Job said, what I dreaded most is happened to him. Why does many go back? Different reasons, different reasons. See why we should say that the church of the living God. Because you ought to be a member of a live, loving, and local church. Over 50 times in the New Testament, the phrase, one another, or others, are each other, is used. We are commanded to love one another and to pray for one another, encourage one another, admonish one another, greet one another, serve one another, teach one another, accept one another, honor one another, bear one another's burdens, forgive one another, submit to one another, be devoted to one another. And many more tasks. A united effort. But when we go back and walk no more with Him, we're stepping out by ourselves to grow cold and indifferent toward the things of God. The folly of those that go back. Consider what Jesus has done for you. What was I before they found me? A lost sinner. What was I before he cleansed me? A filthy sinner. What was I before he... Before a condemned sinner. In darkness, he's my light. In sorrow, he's my comfort. In trouble, he's my refuge and strength. And the word... Believe and convinced that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. We believe that there is the heaven. We believe there is the hell, and by His grace we have shunned hell by accepting the Lord as personal freedom. We are somebody headed somewhere we are no more strangers and foreigners, but we're fellow citizens with the saints in the household of God. And are built upon the foundation of apostles and the prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth in the holy temple in the Lord. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. We do not yet appear what we shall be we know what he shall appear. We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Let this mind be in you which is also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought he not Robert to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that walketh not in a castle of ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, which bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. But the ungodly are not so. They are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment or sinners in the congregation of the righteous. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou the table before me in the presence of mine enemy, thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who is said thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and sucklings thou hast ordained strength, because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and stars which thou hast ordained. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the Son of Man that thou hast visited him? Thou hast made him a little lord of the angels, and crowned him with glory and honor. And made him to hide dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, all, yea, the beasts the fields, the fowls the iron, the fish of the sea. Whatsoever passeth through the pies of the sea. O oh Lord, our Lord. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. When the Lord turned again to the captivity of Zion, we were like down the dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the heathen, "The Lord has done great things for them; whereof we are glad." Turn O Lord our captivity, as the streams of the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. And he that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seeds shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. John starts out. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same as in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him, was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for witness, to bear witness to the light. He was not that light, but sent to bear witness to the light. That is the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came to his own, and his own received him not. But unto as many as received him, to them give he the power to become the sons of God. Even to believe on his name, we were born not of, of, of blood and of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory the glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The law was given by Moses or given to Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ, and his fullness we all received, and grace. For grace, hallelujah. Grace, the grace of our God. Over and over we're told in the scripture is sufficient for us that we should not be overcome. We should be not overcome with evil but overcome evil with good. Stay steady in the boat. Marching on towards Zion. We'll soon be home. Hallelujah. So when this corruption shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality, then will we be brought to pass. Then we be brought to pass It's saying, O death, where is thy sin? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Then he said, Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain. Amen. 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 Well, what do you think, preacher? I think I'm fixing to leave town. <laughs> Pretty soon headed to, headed to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I had now, now. a little mini strokes. The last one got by these two fingers right here. Pretty much, but if you think I'm laying awake at night worried about that, I got news for you. I knew it was coming because the point of a man wants to die, and after this, the judgment. If you think you're here forever and to run things, I got news for you, and you'd be surprised how well it to go. Actually, you're gone. <laughs> he can carry on but glory to God I've never seen the streets of that city but one day I will I've never looked upon the face of my Savior but one day I will hallelujah I'll see him that died for me i I step inside the celestial city of God the walls of jasper, the gates of pearl, the streets of pure gold, and we're transparent glass. See all the home folks that's outstripped us and gone on. Oh, I know a lot of people over there, I'm telling you. <laughs> the black man said, I'm expecting no difficulty when I get there. Come, ye blessed of my Father, enter into the joys of the Lord which was prepared for you from before the foundation of the world i coming in from the east, the west, the north, the south. Sitting down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I've never seen Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I think I'm going to recognize them. The Apostle Paul. All those great men of God. We shall soon anchor down. I mean, if we don't, if the Lord didn't come. But he, he could come in any minute. We're sitting on, I mean, absolutely... A powder keg. Right. Yes, yeah. This thing fixes a blow or something. Yeah. I'm t- I don't see how it can exist no. like this. You're right. Evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Yes, oh, brother Buck hunter, he's at home in heaven. He said, boy, don't drag your feet when you see that. Don't moan and groan and take on. He said, God told you it's going to be like that. That's right. <laughs> we see it. All right. All right. Amen said, get up and do the bug thanks, hallelujah. <laughs> Instead of dragging around.
0: Yeah, right.
1: We're out, we're going out of here. This is not my permanent home. <laughs> hallelujah. It will be a promotion. Time of rejoicing. Sure, <laughs> amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'd hate to know that I'm where I'm at and not know God. There are a lot of them there. They have no hope. They're on so much medication they don't even know where they're at. And they're just waiting. And I'm telling you, just because somebody's old it don't mean they're saved. And they're going to slip out of that body and the demons of hell are going to that lay hold of them. Drag them down to the pit where they'll be weeping and wailing and dashing their teeth forever and forever. Don't go back on God. Don't quit. If everybody else quits, that doesn't give you a reason to quit. Keep trucking on. The song said, Press on. It won't be very long. Hallelujah. We'll be at home. We'll be at home. Yes, sir. Well, brother James Taylor, like some, uh, he's my friend. He said, "Preacher, my mind's got some bad." He said, "I started to go through the house to get something. And I forget before you know what I'm going after. Before I get to it, I don't guess see. He tells that everybody sees, so I <laughs> don't care. So when you begin to slip a little bit, don't don't let that throw you." It's hold the road as long as you can yeah don't don't give up, don't quit too soon. God can use you and you about half in gear. <laughs> I seen him do it. <laughs> you better believe it more than somebody that think got, got a good keen mind born with a brisk eager mind and struck on herself, yeah, oh God. Can take a crooked stick and draw a straight line. Hallelujah. <laughs> he can use whoever he wants to, whatever capacity that he wants to. Don't quit on
0: God.
1: Marching on, you'll be glad you did. Glad you did. Amen.
0: Thank you, Pastor Aiken. God bless you, my brother. Appreciate the Word of God this morning. John chapter number six. The Dixons are coming. They're going to get us a song ready. You know, the Lord's been doing work during the days of Sharathon, but there's some unfinished business. There's some unfinished business. God has started the work, but it's not been completed. The other party has not responded and has not done business to conclude the necessary work. So, during this invitation this morning, I would invite you if God has spoken to your heart, and there's still some unfinished business in your soul, whether it's for salvation or service or sanctification, God dealing with you about something in your life, whatever it might be, I would encourage you to get up from where you are right now. Find your place on the altar.